Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. Great day to wake up. Every day is a wake up. If you can hear my voice, the day is already good, right? Whether you like to have what I say or not, you got a good day going for you because uh, you woke up and like uh, the last person that I heard this, probably Les Brown, I'd rather have the sunshine on my face and on my casket. So I hope everybody's doing fantastic on this wonderful day um, in the United States. Uh, we have a day of thanks coming up, even though I think every, I wake up every morning and I'm thankful, which I'd encourage everybody to do and, and write down what you're thankful for. Um, I'm thankful, number one, to be able to do this show and to help so many people and to transform so many people's lives and uh, make some great connections around the world. Um, I'm also, uh, on a totally complete twist, I'm thankful for, believe it or not, this might sound corny, for us having these great courses out there. And um, I'm not saying that just to be like, you know, what's the right word? Snipe, snipe, a dick. Um, I'm saying it actually because um, we're finding so many people get help with their dogs have been struggling for so long. And I think having a dog that you struggle with um, is a huge stressor in your life. Um, uh, I know it is, and whether I work with you or not, um, I see it. I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your body language when you walk down the street. Um, I can see it with comments that people make when they see our dogs out in public and they make comments like, I wish I can do this with, you know, their dog. And I'm saying to myself, you can, you can. Um, I really feel strongly that um, people can definitely have a more fulfilling life for their dogs. Um, I think there's a lot of... Um, fulfillment from a, a emotional standpoint. A lot of dogs feel our emotional needs, but they don't feel our practical lifestyle needs sometimes. And what I mean by that is who doesn't want to enjoy like having guests come over? Who doesn't want to enjoy taking their dogs places? And so many people cannot do that. Um, so many people can't even have their dog do, there's commands, there's behavior, there's manners. Um, and so many people don't have all three of those in sync with each other. And I am striving and Joelle is striving to make that happen. Um, that's why I'm up to five morning podcasts, two evening podcasts, and then my Patreon podcast. Don't forget in the month of December, the Tuesday and Thursday podcast, um, in the morning is being moved over to Patreon exclusively, which is a $10 a month um, uh, group that that I, that I have. But you get more than that. That's where you get your, your Zooms, which are private, semi-private. There's like 20, 22 people in the room. Um, a lot more people belong to Patreon, but whether it's the time or the interest, um, but it's face-to-face, voice-to-voice, and you can learn a lot just by never asking a question, and you can learn a lot by asking a question, but you get those questions in. You get four of those a month. You get 20% off of all of your um, 
all of your courses and your consults. And, you know, these private one-on-one consults that I do are, are pretty powerful. I mean, I mean, there's, there's so much bad advice online. Um, and there's so much bad advice when you're talking to people in person, but, uh, we're, we're able to make some pretty incredible transformations. I know we've got uh, an email just went out for the inner circle. If you're not part of our email group, I would encourage you to um, join, go to Academy, solidcaninetraining.com. And you can go there to see the bundles we've got now on our Black Friday sales that we've been running for a little bit. Um, I know they end, they end at the end of the month. Um, and the reason why I tell you that is because a lot of people wanted to maybe buy a course but didn't have the budget, and now they're at an incredible savings for everybody. Um, I wanted to talk today about socializing your dog. That seems to be a catchphrase and also misunderstood. A lot of times people, what I mean by catchphrase, people will say, the dog was poorly socialized. You need to socialize your dog. I think that's a really, um, like, what does that mean? Like, when someone says you need to socialize your dog, that's sort of like someone saying you need to improve sales. If you say we're a salesperson, I'm like, okay, well, I sold $10,000 worth of product for the company last month, and I sold $10,050 this month. So I improved sales. Um, that's not what I meant. I meant I need you to do it by 50%. I'm like, oh, maybe you should have told me that from the beginning and maybe you should guide me on how I'm going to improve my sales by 50% when I've been struggling to get up to 10,000. Or they will say the dog was not socialized. Well, what does that mean? The, The dog was just locked up in the house and never let out. And I think we're seeing a lot of dogs that are not exposed to environmentals. So socialization in my world, the way I look at socialization is having your dog exposed to as many environmentals as possible in a controlled environment with guidance. And so you can teach your dog, um, what to do and what not to do. I think that's the role of you as your dog's owner and leader. Um, And that is what you are. You are an owner of your dog. Um, All this bullshit about being a pet parent and all these other, you know, phrases to make you lesser of a human, in my opinion, and the dog more human-like is bullshit. You are a human, and the dog is a animal species, which doesn't give you permission to be mean, but you own the dog. I just wanted to clarify that because I like to throw in all kinds of little bits of information that people from the outside try to break down this wall that of this building that I've created um, of information over the last 20 years. Um, and 
people spend more time thinking of ways to break down walls of people with knowledge than they do actually learning. It's like professional arguers. Like, wow, you're really good at that arguing. You probably argue about everything, don't you? Have you ever met those kind of folks where they actually don't really give a shit except for arguing? Um, so socializing in, in my world consists of teaching a dog, starting at home, how to behave with a set of obedience commands and then a set of rules on what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. That's not just obedience. That's also manners. A lot of dogs are very well-trained obedience-wise, but their manners suck and they're actually dangerous. And people have defaulted back. They default to obedience a lot of times. So when they go out in public, a lot of the obedience falls apart because they haven't put their dog into situations where there's more stressors out there, more environmentals out there. So exposing your dog to as many environmentals as possible, if you're not quite sure what environmentals, because I do use that word a lot, environmentals in my world, in my terminology, um, I'm sure many people use it, but the way I look at it is everything in the environment that you need to expose your dog to, that we need to be exposed to. And that's not just physical things, that's also sounds, and that's also stressors, so crowds, um, loud noises, um, the ground vibrating, which happens when a diesel truck goes by um, or a large garbage truck goes by. It goes by on the cement, and the cement actually moves. Um, if you live in a big city that has a underground system and the underground trains go by, the you can hear it, feel it. Um, imagine what a dog can hear and feel. So many dogs are not exposed to all these things. We keep them too sheltered. It's a catch-22. We keep them sheltered because they can't behave, and because they can't behave, we keep them sheltered. So when do we start? Um, you know, when do we start? We start the second we get the dog. So imagine your average dog with horrific bad behaviors that comes into our training center. As soon as the owner leaves, we grab the leash and we start. We start with structure, like immediately, immediately. What do most people do when they bring home their dog? Training and structure is usually not at the top of the list. At the top of the list is filling their emotional needs, the human's emotional needs. And I'm glad you got that fixed, but that's not helping the dog. That's not going to help the dog survive in the real world. I mean, I tell Angelo that I love him every day, but I also explain to him the world. And then I also do things with him that are difficult and show him, guide him, lead him how to get through it. And then hopefully he takes it from there. 
um, there's great love I have for making Ange his breakfast. But now I don't make him his breakfast. He's 10. He can make his own breakfast. And the reason that is, is not because of the lack of love I have for him. It's because I don't want him to be a grown-ass man that doesn't know his way around a fucking kitchen. That's why. Um, right now, he makes everything cold. He does not use a toaster oven in the microwave. So, But he's not baking or sautéing anything. But he will. He'll learn. I'll teach. I know my way around the kitchen. Going off on tangents. So once you teach your dog how to, let's just talk about the basic heel. If you have a, if you have a dog that has a really good heel, then you can start bringing your dog to lots of places. And if you know how to stop leash reactivity, if you know how to stop barking, you can bring your dog to even more places. If you know how to work your dog through fear, through stress, you can go to even more places. So the more skill sets that you have, the more knowledge that you have, the more places you can have your dog go to, and then you actually can build a better relationship. This is where a lot of folks will say, don't correct your dog, you're destroying the relationship. I would highly, highly, and I do, argue, speaking about professional arguers, you know, argue, disagree with you on that. If I don't teach my dog how to behave in almost every situation that I can think of, or how to handle things. I can't take my dog to certain places, even basic places. If I can take my dog to a lot of places and do lots of things with my dog, I will be building a wonderful relationship with my dog. Now that's not to say you cannot have a good relationship with your dog if it never leaves the backyard. If that's what you want, go for it. But when I run Joel's dog and my dog and they're off leash on a bike every morning, um, it's a wonderful feeling. When I play Chuck It with them off leash, when I walk through the woods off leash, when Joel and myself and Angelo hike in the preserve that's I don't know. There's a preserve. We're down here in Florida, and there's a preserve probably about five miles away, maybe a little bit longer than that. And we can spend hours there, hours. It's a nature preserve. And the dogs are off-leash walking on the trail. And obviously, we're courteous. You know, we'll call them back to us if we see other people. Just And, and these dogs are friendly, but we'll just call them back because if I was walking in a preserve, I frankly don't want strange dogs walking up to me. So... What a wonderful way to spend some time. Um, we live very close to the ocean, playing chuck it in the ocean. So all these things are boiled down to socialization. 
Socialization is not taking your dog to doggy daycare. I'm not dissing doggy daycares, but that's not socialization. That's just high drive play activity. So that could be a part of it, but if you can't control that energy, and if they think that every time they see a dog, it's playtime, it's running around time, it's jumping on each other time, it's play fighting time, all those things which I do not mind. I actually want my dog to have that skill set. But I think we, when we're going to an outdoor cafe, we want a different behavior out of our dog. We want our dogs to actually not care about dogs, not care about people, not care about strollers, rollerblades, skateboards, cars, buses. So we can put them in a downstay and enjoy our meal and the dog doesn't care or move. So in order to do that, it goes back to the basics, which our Green to Graduate course covers. So the Green to Graduate course, this was not a segue into or to, to selling you something, but I just thought about that. It's like, if, if people bought the Green to Graduate course, which is a great time to do it now, you'll have an off-leash trained dog. If you ask questions on how to stop unwanted behaviors for free on my show, now you can stop unwanted behaviors. If you do a one-on-one, it's even more in-depth because I can spend more time with you. Plus, we'll be doing more courses on training dogs that are difficult, which are actually most of the dogs we work with. But we wanted to do a foundation course for as many people as possible. This morning, I was up at 2. I strive to learn something new every day. Um, I listen to a wonderful two-hour and 38-minute podcast, which some people be like, wow, that's a waste of time. It was with Lex Friedman and Douglas Murray. If you don't know who they are, just look them up. Two great minds, two great interviewers. Uh, Douglas Murray does more writing and guesting than sometimes hosting. Or Lex Friedman does a ton of uh, hosting on his podcast. Um, So I think that you put this knowledge in your brain and I always pick something up from that. When you listen to incredible minds speak, you always learn something new. Multiple things new that you can put into your life. So now you become a more worldly person. You become more well-rounded. You can have better conversations with people. Well, when you do the same with your dog, I, I don't know if your dog is a Lex Friedman or Douglas Murray fan, but... If you take your dog more places, if you have your dog more experiences, they will be a better rounded dog. If you teach your dog new things, um, hey, Ange, will you let the dogs in? And then put them in place. Thanks, buddy. Um, after your breakfast, you can let them back out. Oh, yeah, you can swim tax. Yeah, Wes can't go swimming yet. 
No, we have to wait a couple more days. Oh. Yeah. Because of his incision. Yeah. He incision. He got cut. He had that thing removed from his side. Yeah. So the stitches just came out on Monday, and he, the doctor doesn't want him to go swimming, swimming yet. That's what that means. Okay, well, it's it, it right. It still has, but it's it won't get in. But still, just for just for safety. So, um, one of Angelo's chores is swimming the dogs cleaning up the dog poop. Um, he swims them this time of year, maybe three times a day because we can get more chucking exercises in because it's not so hot. In the summer when it's hot, all you can really do is early, early morning um, bike rides and and maybe we can always do a walk towards when it's sundown. But you swim a lot. So he does about five swimming sessions a day. Never argues. Swim the dogs. Okay, Papa. Please give your children chores. Please give your children responsibilities. Please have your children um, do things that are difficult. Please have your children work things out on their own, but give them guidance if they need it. And don't always rush to do everything for them. They will not become self-sufficient um, at all. And, uh, that will be a downfall for them to disservice. So socialization is in a nutshell, having your dog around many, many things and not necessarily interacting with them. I think that's what people feel they have to do. It's sort of like this um, thing they're calling a pandemic for the last X amount of years. People said, well, because of that, I couldn't socialize my dog. We stayed open. We never closed. Not for one day. Not for one day did we miss a beat. And every day we socialized our dogs. I don't believe Home Depot ever closed either. So we take dogs to, you know, Home Depot, Bass Pro Shops. We bring our dogs to a lot of stores. We always get comments on our social media, like you shouldn't bring dogs to stores. And I'm like, our dogs behave better than a lot of children do in stores. A lot of adults do in stores. Why not? It's not a food store. You know, they're well-behaved. It exposes them. I think also we're not told to leave. Right? Someone could tell us to leave. Um, but I think it's important to expose your dog to as many environmentals as possible. So during this thing they called the pandemic, the like you can still take your dog up and down the street. People were driving, people were walking. Eventually people were dining outside. Other people were walking their dogs. I think that's just an excuse that people have made for potential laziness or just another excuse 
why their dog's not trained. And before 2020, there was another excuse. There is no excuse. So having your dog around as many environmentals, but not necessarily interacting with those environmentals. In fact, I would recommend not interacting with the environmentals. I would, I would train your dog to not care about them. That's the whole goal is don't care about all these things going on. Be neutral. Be neutral to dogs. Be neutral to people. Be neutral to kids on scooters, kids on skateboards. When I put you in a downstay at a soccer game that at a high school or junior high or, or, or peewee league, be neutral. Don't care. Just lie down. Yep, just lying down, just watching these kids kick a ball. It's called soccer in the U.S. It's called football in most of the world. So having your dog socialized is really, really good. It exposes your dog to so many things that prevent a lot of unwanted behaviors. Different people, sizes, colors, clothing, sounds, just think about everything and not caring. Teach your dog literally not to care. It all sounds, starts out with foundation work. It all starts out with foundation work. So your foundation work, can, you can have a pretty solid foundation on your dog in less than a month. And now the world is yours. Now the world is yours. And I think, I know there's a, there's a lack of it because... Most people don't even have foundation skills, so they can't even take their dogs to all these places. Or they're getting dragged around. I mean, it's incredible. Like, that can't be fun, getting dragged around. And that's what I strive to do, is to help people that ask for help, that want help with their dogs. So, we'll go right to the questions. If you're not familiar, this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. It's on every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's usually a big rant, but maybe my 2 a.m. wake up and my intense listening of podcasts um, put me in a different state of mind, but I do that a lot, though. Maybe, I don't know. Um, and I'm excited about the courses. I'm excited because a lot of people are getting them. These last couple of weeks have been pretty incredible. And the way I look at it is this, um, you know, Joel and I are partners in the, in the, in the, in that business. And I don't look at it as like, wow, business is good. I look at it as, wow, we're helping so many people. Just think about that. The more dollars that come in, the more people that we've helped. So. Murph says, good morning, Jeff. Hope you're awesome this morning. Love spending my mornings learning with you. Well, thank you, Murph. Um, to Max in 92, good morning, Jeff. Good morning. How are you? Hope everything's going well. Um, and then I put up the link, and I'll just say the link, even though folks that are watching it can see it. But I've got a lot of folks that are on, on the podcast that cannot. It's academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Should be in the description of the podcast, though. Terry G., good morning, Jeff. 
uh, learning to be grateful for all the little things we take for granted on a regular basis. Ever so grateful to have found you and all the content you, your staff provide. Well, thank you. Um, I'm extremely grateful for our wonderful staff. I'm extremely grateful for our wonderful fans. I'm actually extremely grateful for the folks that don't like me. Um, there's no reason why not to be. There's no reason why not to be. Terry G, hope y'all have a blessed Thanksgiving. It should be good. Um, Joel is going up to New England to be with family. Um, things changed um, with her mother's death a couple of months ago where um, she wasn't going to go, but obviously she's become closer to family. She was always close to her nine siblings. Um, not all of them, but most of them. I won't name any. Um, to start an internal war. Um, but so she's going to be flying up there um, tonight, which I think is totally crazy to fly up on, on, these, on Thanksgiving evening. But um, tonight we have a podcast, the What Would You Have To podcast. Um, I'm not sure if uh, Angelo will be the co-host or Joelle will do it for, for with me as she normally does. I'll give her the option on that. Um, and I'll be putting up the link to that within the next hour. Um, BAL says, good morning, Jeff and everyone. Good morning to you. And then Angelo and I will be down here. We have two Thanksgiving um, dinners to go to. One at our next door neighbors and then one at his um, his uh, poppies, which is his grandfather's house. So we've got to figure that logistics out. I don't know. Do we do main course at one and dessert in another? Or do we double down on dessert? So main course and dessert. So main course at one, dessert at another, and then leftovers at the one we do the dessert on. Or do we do main course and dessert at one, double down on dessert, and then double down on leftovers? Or, or do we do main course and dessert and leftovers and then go to the next place and do the same thing. And Joelle is kind enough to make, even though she won't be there, she's whipping up two cheese ball platters. Why? No, he'll, I'll deliver the cheese ball before um, they eat, hon. That's fine. You already got the ingredients. Just do, just, just make one huge one and split it in half, right? Or two separate ones. Um, Enoch422 says, you're knocking it out of the park this week with Wake the Fuck Up podcast, simple spot on and right to the point. Well, thank you, Enoch. And I think that was the goal. I think what I said to myself, like we're only at number what, 41? Um, compared to like 13 years of um, my other show. And I think I said, um, I want to make this single topic, expand on it, uh, get my thoughts and feelings out because I'm seeing so many people struggle with their dogs 
and, and the struggle with their dogs is affecting every part of their um, world. Like we have, we have marriages ripped apart. We have families ripped apart. We have families injured, hospitalized, guests injured and hospitalized, dogs put down. A bulldog, uh, Jay says, I agree. Um, legacy, nicely trained dog. My son and daughter are in high school and they are incredible cookers. Yeah, I think it's so important in a world of fast food that people learn you can create your own homemade food fast that is actually a hundred times better for your body. It does not take long. Like in a minimum, in a minimum, if you are, if you're a meat eater, um, learn how to cut it up, saute it, add vegetables, throw on a sauce, but check your sauces by the way, because the sauce actually has got a lot of the calories and the sodium in it, but, but, and make a little saute, learn how to boil rice or noodles and you got yourself a meal. There's so many things like at the basics, like you can do that. You can do that. I mean, like people go to, to, let's say you go to a Thai restaurant. Well, technically it's a saute, right? A lot of food at the Japanese restaurant, Chinese restaurant, it's a saute. It's putting a bunch of ingredients together and cooking them. It's a little bit more than that. I'm not going to simplify a skill set. But it's not that hard to do. Um, DM Walker, we need a what the fuck is cooking with Jeff show. Um, I've done actually, uh, uh, I've done Instagram reels of me cooking before. Um, uh, thanks, Ange. Legacy, nicely trained dog. You can't show them the right way without showing them the way they have done wrong. No leash laws in Florida. Lots of Karens down here. Um, I mean, we have leash laws, but the way I look at a leash law is more about control of your dog. There's a lot of dogs on leashes that are dragging their owners around. They're actually more dangerous than, say, our dogs off-leash. We carry leashes with us. Um, we're courteous. Our dogs don't go up to other people's dogs, other people. So I think it's based on behavior, based on behavior. Monica says, I'm so pleased you had a sale on the courses. I have. I now have been able to buy the green to graduate and looking forward to getting along with my two dogs. Good, good, yeah. And if, if you're a Patreon member, you get an additional 20% off. So that's the thing about Patreon. Our Patreon channel is $10 a month. It's $100.80 um, a year. So it can be as cheap as $8 a month, approximately. $8 a month. Was that $8.30 a month, I guess? Um, and you get another 20% off of all of our courses and consults, even if we're having a sale. You just tack it right on. Um, Sandra King says, we just got 
a puppy last week. She's nine weeks old. We're constantly being asked if if um, their dog can meet your puppy. At least most are asking. But when I say no, not today. She's too young. And I move away. Some people are okay, but many actually get angry. Yeah. You know, this the reason why they get angry, it's the same reason why people, when they ask if they can pet your dog and you say no, the so many people like will say that's a huge assumption. But when you've been doing this as long as I have and you study humans, I didn't go to school for studying humans, but it's not that difficult to study humans. The, the, the power of observation um, and listening um, is, is huge. When somebody asks you to pet your dog, and a lot of females can relate to this. So if you're a female walking your dog, um, and someone says, can I pet your dog? And you say kindly, you know, no, no, thank you. Not today. My dog's training. Um, I prefer you didn't. Why would a person call you the C word or the B word? Why would they do that? Why would they do that? The reason why they would do that is because they actually don't care about you. They don't actually care about their dog. It's not that they're dog lovers. It's that you have just taken away one of their emotional needs, which they were never you were you they were never owed in your but in your mind, but in their mind they were. So that's why they get upset. You've taken away some of their happiness, but you really haven't. But that's the way they look at it. So because of that, they get angry. They get angry. Um, Kim, do you recommend we revisit the Green Graduate Basics and do the drills? How far out from the first time? Yeah, I always, I always recommend people go back to the basics all the time. Not just in dog training, but in life. Always go back to the basics. Just don't stay there. Just don't stay there. Legacy nicely trained dog. My dog loves the escalators and all the attention she gets. I take my students out to places. Most of the time it's harder getting the handler not to be anxious than getting um, the dog not to be clever hands effect. Yeah, I mean, I think that the job of a dog trainer a lot of times is to coach and to give the dog confidence, the, the human confidence. How do you give the human dog confidence? The human dog, how do you give the human confidence um, is by having them be successful. And when they're successful, they have confidence. When they have confidence, they try more things. When they try more things, they've got a better dog. So uh kim says you you can take your dog into neiman marcus it's a hoot yeah i don't know if we have a, i'm sure we have a neiman marcus over by lakewood ranch up here but um we take dogs to malls all the time escalators are a good skill set if you've got a long-tailed dog just um make sure you 
when you get to the top, make sure you lift that tail up a little bit so it doesn't get caught. Um, BAL, not sure if this is a socialization question. My dogs are around my boyfriend's dogs often. He doesn't care if they play in the house. And I want none of that. How to handle that? It's not a socialization question. That's a relationship question. Correct? A couple is disagreeing about something. That's a relationship question. Mark says, good morning, Jeff. Good morning. Is there a benefit to putting a harness on your dog? Says, dog in training, please don't pet when starting your environmental training, still using a prong count for guidance. Um, for some reason, that doesn't seem to make a difference. You would think it would. Do not pet dog in training. That seems to be a magnet a lot of the times. Some people do respect it, but a good majority of them don't. And the reason why they don't respect it is because of the entitlement they feel. So you have a do not pet vest on your dog, but the human is so entitled that they actually feel that that vest is not for them. Oh, other people can't pet the dog, but I can. That goes back to being selfish, meeting their emotional needs. So their emotional needs will override your vest. I'd rather use my voice. I encourage people to use their voices. But if you want to use a vest, put a vest on. Stan says, good morning, Jeff. I look forward to your information each a.m. You inspire me and help me start my day. Well, that's good to hear. I actually wanted to do this show at 5 a.m. I actually wanted to originally do this show at 5 a.m. But I'm like, that's really pushing it. All my all my folks like in the UK and you know, Australia, New Zealand, they'd appreciate it. Israel, they'd appreciate it. But East Coast folks and West Coast folks. But I have a replay though. Terry G, no question, double down on everything, LOL. Murph, double down on leftovers. Huh. Looks like, well, this is the issue is that Joelle will be out of town for five days and our refrigerator is pretty full. So, but I think Angelo and I can handle turkey and fixing stuff twice a day until it's gone. Um, Megan says, I personally don't like off-leash dog parks near us. I, I, I agree with you. We've never been inside one, but Rudy, my 10 month pup, is anxious around other dogs where he will snap. I've been taking him and just staying on the outside of the fence, meeting any dog that comes up to the fence from the inside. I let him approach the fence, and he's been doing great. But yeah, I hate when other dogs or people just run up on my dog. Yeah, that's pretty rude. And it's actually dangerous. It's actually a dangerous situation. Um, no, you can't pat him in. Dude, my dog could bite your dog. He's in training. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, we don't let dogs do that to our dogs. It, it's a potential for pretty major conflict. I mean, you don't know that dog. Your dog doesn't know that dog. You don't know that dog's greeting style. You don't know that dog's behavior. Um there is a lot of people that have got aggressive dogs that 
have them off leash and don't have control over them. Um, so um, um, Allison says, nailed it. Can't tell you how many people get upset when they say, nope, sorry, we're training. I've had children completely disregard my no. And I'm like, hi, grab your kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, will you wait for me? Um, you know, hi, grab your kid. Yeah, I'll, if, if a child runs up to pet my dog, I'll, I'll tell the child not to, but then I'll look for the parent. And I normally don't, I'm not a big fan of conflict like that, but I'll actually say it's like, you need to teach your child not to do that. Like my dog is safe, but other people's dogs are not safe. You need to teach your child the basics. Like don't run out into traffic. Don't just wander around a shopping mall unsupervised. Don't just hang out by the deep end of a pool if you can't swim. Don't run up and pet other people's dogs. It's your obligation as parenting 101. Um, Bulldog J, I have, I have a leash uh, reactive Rottweiler for me. It's a lot of work because I'm in a wheelchair. Fortunately, my legs don't work. Upper body is strong. I'm thinking maybe a one-on-one -on -one with Jeff. I'm struggling. Yeah, I mean, I would get the leash reactive um, course. I mean, you can get green to graduate. First of all, a remote cower is going to be your best friend. For all my folks that are struggling with uh, mobility issues, um, the, the remote cower is going to be your best friend. It's going to be your best friend. Because you can train the dog and correct unwanted behaviors. You can use it for your obedience work, and you can use it for your... Um, uh, correcting of unwanted behaviors. But I would recommend you get the leash reactive, get the seminar one. We have two leash reactive. Actually, there's a bundle. I think we have a bundle of green to graduate, two leash reactive courses. Uh, that bundle that we've got, we've got bundles for sale. That would be a good thing for you. That would be a good thing for you. Because wheelchair or no wheelchair, you can still do just about every one of the protocols. All right. All right, guys. Uh, it's time for the show to end. Angelo starts school. Angelo, can you get your computer set up, please? Thanks, buddy. Um, he starts school in 10 minutes. He's a homeschool kid. In my world, there's class. No, no, I mean online. Right, but in my world, you have class, okay? Work, but there's no right. Online. And tomorrow you have class. What? Yeah. All right. All right. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you have class. Why? Because you'll be doing something for at least two hours tomorrow morning. Okay. 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 Two hours. That's okay. Good. All right. And tomorrow we have we have your podcast tomorrow. Yay! We have to figure out what what time 11. we decided at eleven o'clock. I wasn't sure if we finalized the time. You want to give your, your podcast a, a little promo here? What's a promo? Promo is where you talk about, like, an advertisement, advertising your podcast. Okay. So Sit up straight so my wake the fuck up with Jeff doesn't cover your face. So look in there, see how it's covering? So sit up a little bit higher. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you just made me lean into you. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, basically... We're going to do the mythology, the Angelo Fun Facts podcast tomorrow. Oh, and instead of 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 
we're going to do 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. What are you going to talk about tomorrow on your podcast? Oh, yeah, Greek mythology. Okay. And you do any opening? Is it going to be open to any questions at all? Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. There's your promo. There you go. So he's going to be doing a um, his podcast tomorrow. This is he's done podcasts before, but this is he started. He finally found his niche niche of um, mythology. All right, all right. Love you guys. Take care. I hope everyone has a fantastic day. I will see you tomorrow morning.